Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 171 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. A little bit of news tonight. Hellblade gets a path to victory. Uh, if you've been following the show, you know exactly what that means. Knock, knock. It's Sonic movie news. New Xenoblade may be chronicled soon. See what you did there, Brant. Uh, ID at Xbox Games. I believe they had a showcase. Uh, I definitely know Nintendo had a showcase. They did that today, and we will discuss that. So those will be our news topics. I'm one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster Brant McKee. What's up, sir? Brant, thank you for building the news. No problem. Toiling away once again at the uh, wherever it is you receive the news at. <laughs> scouring the internet for it <laughs> you're in the mail room or <laughs> scouring the dark internet you're on the dark web yeah uh coming to us from the dark web says our conception on the second i'm here he's downloaded many irage off the dark web only from the dark web i thought those were on the regular web i sent a, i sent richard a uh short video of an anime i'm watching where they decided to make an irage to pay for tuition i was like this is the greatest anime oh, i've ever seen in my life Pretty funny. I was laughing at it. I got all the references <laughs> just based off of what Cesar has told me. The guy, the guy was like, uh, "I just started the sample game you gave me, and why is every girl in love with me? I don't understand this. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so good, dude. The whole bit is so good. It he's doesn't like, make any as, sense." He's like, "As soon as I start the game, every girl in the game is in love with me." Like, there's only one guy who's played Aragas. The other ones are trying to make it. And they never ever heard of it before. One of the girls um, played it, and then they went back in the room and slapped him, and then went back out. So they, they came across one of those scenes, and he's like, what? That's what they put in there. <laughs> you got to play to know, I guess. Oh, one wow. of the characters was trying to score. Was she trying to score that game, or was she trying to score some other game? It's try- oh, she's trying to write a musical score for that game, yeah. For the Araga game? Okay. Yeah. They're trying to they're trying to make money off of it, so like they're all letting their talents on there. They're like in a fine art school, and then uh, okay. one of his roommates... The, their family doesn't believe in him being in the fine arts, like a fine arts major. He's a script writer. They wanted him to follow the family like as a doctor. So they, they're not paying his tuition. So he's working and skipping class. So the, his, uh, his solution was like, all right, we'll just, we'll make this game and sell it. This Dojin Narage game. <laughs> and I mean, the whole premise of the show is like, um, it's weird. It's like, uh, he goes back in time, like 10 years. So it was like, uh, you know how, like we always got that stuff where you have to, uh, the path less traveled. So like right. there was a point in the road where he he got accepted to a fine art school and he took the safe route and went to like a regular college and got out and became an office worker. He got laid off. Then he went and started making video games, but he was already like old doing that. And he learned how to do everything making video games. Uh, and then he he got his gaming company closed down. And it's funny, like he watched this announcement from some game companies, kind of like Square Enix, and they had like the 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 big, they call them the Platinum Collection, the Platinum mm-hmm. members or something like that. And mm-hmm. there's like one's like the best script writer, the best uh, music composer, and the best artist, and they all are gonna make oh, one game. Like and the Dream Team, out, like, like, like how much is the budget for this game? He's like, <laughs> he's like, they put all these people on there, and so he ends up getting a second win, gets hired for that company, and then as a contractor. Starts working his way up, and then they cancel the game because it was costing too much money. <laughs> oh, no. So he like he got tired of it, went back to his uh, bedroom at home with his parents, and like he said, he wished he could go back and do the fine arts degree. He closes his eyes and he just wakes up, and it's ten years in the past, and he gets to take the pathless travel. He doesn't even know how he got there. So that. now he decides to go, and he's going to that college in the fine arts, and slowly he's meeting one of each one of those special artists that uh, makes the games he likes, and he's like helping them along. It's really good. It's a really good show. Um, like a second chance type thing. There's a show coming on on NBC this fall, I think, that has that same type premise. Uh, I, I didn't read the visual novels, but it's on Crunchyroll. I think it's something. It's like uh, let's, let's go back ten years or something like that. Um, okay. Let's see. I'll find the name. I mean, they're only up to like uh, episode six, and I think there's just like there's going to be two cores of it. So I guess they're doing a full twenty six episodes. Yeah. All right, making games is hard. If we were to all to make a game, the three of us, what would be our roles? What do you think would uh, what would be what would be what you did? Uh, um, we're a studio of three. I would be uh, promoted to customer. Just customer. <laughs> and we did that to Brent. Now he's part yeah. of the team. How does and that work out for you, Brent? He got demoted. He didn't get promoted. Yeah. <laughs> he got I got the. I got demoted. <laughs> Motion. It's uh, the no, they've they've trapped me in the no podcast mailroom. If you can hear this, send help. Get uh, that news ready for next week. They've chained me to this desk, and I don't have to move. find news. Don't move until you get the news. And they keep asking me for uh, fifty dollars. 
The show's called Remake Our Life. Let's time travel to 10 years ago and re-enjoy creativity and sweet, youthful days. That's the uh, name <laughs> of the show. Sweet, youthful days. <laughs> so it's, it's a typical of a light novel. Light novels have those long, weird titles. Sweet, so. sweet youthful days of when I was 24 years old. <laughs> Take me back. <laughs> he went back to uh, 18, so yeah. Brent, you have musical talent. You'd be our composer, right? Uh, somewhat, yeah, I guess. Somehow, graphic design. Oh, and you're tightening up the graphics. Tightening up the graphics. Cesar's writing the script. He has played many Irage, so he'll be ready to branch those paths out and create us a, a twisting story. Uh, just hot off the press, as Renee said, uh, I know we're already recording, it's too late. He says, company slow the trucks down, that's why I am an owner-operator. Okay, there's your answer. Final answer, Truck Simulator 2021. Uh, the company's tr- slowed the trucks down. <laughs> Can you pay for DLC? Ask Renee if you could pay for DLC to speed up the trucks. <laughs> I'm eagerly awaiting his response. It's, <laughs> yeah, they, know, they, it's like he, he dropped off, so he's only... Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they usually... They usually have a what's called a governor, and it keeps them for, or keeps them going a certain speed. But okay, we're leaving game development now. We're going into truck driving. Uh, Brand is going to be our mechanic. I do have a CDL. Oh, he's ready to go. We're changing hats. Let's go, Team Brant, Brant's racing team. I knew a Brant that raced uh, BMX bikes. The only other Brant I've ever known my whole life who raced BMX bikes. He lived next door. He's not the guy. He's not the the real Bram McKee from Twitter. Also nope. on the BMX bike. Uh, his house is friend of the show Bridget's house now. That's how I made that connection. It's like really now I ha- now I have to find him and fight him. I guess. Uh, he was a big dude, Brandon. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you want to take him out. Cesar, did Cesar? Did you ever get a tweet back on that other Cesar? No. Nope. Not yet. I'm still waiting. On my, I'll go back and um, I'll, I'll remind him again if I didn't get. Don't blocked. ignore me. <laughs> still here. I'm still here. Don't uh, hello, me. Uh, Cesar. This is Cesar. <laughs> this is your inner Cesar. <laughs> this is Cesar from the darkest timeline. Here to kick this your ass. The dark internet, Cesar. How dare you, you thought, not listen to me? You thought you were safe. Just when you thought it was safe to go back <laughs> in the regular internet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best. Uh, Doc Ock impression. Listen to me now. The power of the sun in the listen palm of your hand. Now. He's right. He's right. <laughs> unplug it what was what was he yelling at him what was Topher Grace yelling at uh not Topher Grace Toby Maguire pull the plug yeah. <laughs> no I can control it yeah, I can control it. that's it Rosie it already took Rosie he's trying to control it oh it's actually a sad moment what a great movie I love Spider-Man too awesome hey, I, movie I'm, I'm looking forward to him coming back so oh yeah Maybe he'll toss him the uh, he'll toss him the whip this time. Uh, let's get on to news. Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. This came out of nowhere. Very cool thing. Uh, publisher Microsoft and developer Ninja Theory have released Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice for Xbox Series consoles. Uh, this version of the game available as a free upgrade for users who own the Xbox One version. Features enhanced, enriched. I'm sorry, enriched visuals, direct X ray tracing, resolution mode, and more. On the Series X, uh, do we need I, I, to go into? I prefer when you say enhanced. When you say enriched, I think of like a, a bakeries and bread. Yeah, yeah, wheat wheat products. Enriched, yeah. enriched flour. <laughs> enriched video games. Here's your. Uh, we've added some gluten to your to your Hellblade. Uh, on the Series X, performance mode gets you no ray tracing, but gets you dynamic up to 1080p, 120 hertz frame rate. Uh, resolution mode. Still doesn't get you ray tracing, but gets you dynamic up to 4K resolution at 60 frames per second. And the wheat <laughs> added enriched version does get you ray tracing up to 4K, but with a locked 30 frames per second. Uh, the Series S performance mode does not include ray tracing. It is full HD. <laughs> Why don't they just say 1080p <laughs> on there? And that is at 60 frames per second. The resolution mode on the Series S is no ray tracing, dynamic up to 1440p at 30 frames per second. And the Series S enriched with wheat version gives you ray tracing. Uh, Enriched with ray tracing. (laughs) (laughs) No added gluten ray tracing. Uh, Full HD, of course, on that, as they say. And uh, 30 frames per second on that mode. So that is free in there. 
I'm sure as because that's a first party studio now at this point, right? Ninja Theory. Yeah. It is. Oh, that article came from Sauramano at Gamatsu, by the way. Uh, Finished up I'm, his I'm, minor league play. He is. He got cut by somebody else again. He went from the Yankees to like the Brewers, and they just designated him for assignment again. Sorry, Sal. Keep stick with the video game news. The pitching's not working for you. But uh, Ninja Theory's first party now. You got to imagine we're going to get these bumps in in performance for these older games like this from those studios, especially. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we got a Psychonauts. There was something special with Psychonauts before too long. And this was already, I started this game. I probably got two hours or so into the PC one. And this was a beautiful, beautiful game. And it is on Game Pass, if I remember right. Um, yes. So that is a that is a free trial for Game Pass subscribers. Go knock that out and download that series boost and see what you think and get your enrichment on. Get enriched with Hellblade. Uh, next up in news, some Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie news. I thought this was pretty cool. Somebody want to take this one? Sure. Somebody knuckle uh, up. Idris Elba is going to be playing uh, Knuckles, apparently. He released a tweet that says, knock, knock. <laughs> and a picture of Knuckles. That is great Knuckles. casting. I love a- a- Idris Elba. He is incredible. It's all from The Verge, from Kaim Gardenberg. Uh, basically just reiterates what I just said. Yeah, that Pretty is the much. story. It's I was very, like, what is he, he going to go into? Yep. I went through a, a, and got a couple very quick off stories because I knew we'd be focusing on the indie showcases Think so. for we a good bit. A story. Big story of the week. Uh, according to this article, uh, he will actually team up with Dr. Robotnik in search for an emerald that has the power to both build and destroy civilizations. Seems right. Seems like uh, Sonic 3. That is Knuckles' original, what he put up to it. He was tricked into getting the Chaos Emeralds for Robotnik, yes. That's right. I was about to say, he he had a turn because he started him off as an enemy, mm. as an adversary. And then you, um, just, then you inserted the Sonic 2 cartridge in there, and Sonic and Knuckles, and then Knuckles was in Sonic 2. Yeah, I was about to say, how many cartridges did they have to stack to get Idris Alba, Alba to, to voice Knuckles? Or? <laughs> Probably a shit ton. Uh, what would you think it would be his favorite game besides Sonic and Knuckles now? What's he sit down to play? He seems like a gamer, right? Like he seems like somebody who grew Kinda. up playing games. Yeah. He's cool. I hope he's the is have they announced the next James Bond? I had heard rumor uh, he'd make I a hell of a bond too. Anything. They they're busy just trying to get that new movie out. Yeah. Um and then you have to look at that uh Right now, Amazon's purchase of MGM is going to go through at some point. So I think the next James Bond is probably the bottom of the list, and it's probably going to be uh, Bezio picked after that point. <laughs> He's going to be the villain. He's the Blofeld of, <laughs> of it's Earth. Gonna the, it's going to have the cat with him and everything. Yeah. It's expect Bigglesworth. you to die. <laughs> no, it was Mr. Bigglesworth. What was the cat's <laughs> name on Bond? Not the, not the parody movie. Did he have it? Did the cat have a name? Uh, I don't remember, man. It's been a while since I, I think so. He just had the cat. One of those. It was freaking awesome powers that named the damn cat <laughs> and made it hairless. All right, Idris Elba coming to Sonic the Hedgehog 2 as Knuckles. Very cool casting. I love that movie. Did, did has both Have both of y'all seen that? Not yet. Which one? Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog? No, no. It's actually quite good. <laughs> Yeah, you talk it up. So yeah, there's I mean, weird... at some point I really, really need to watch it. There's some weird shit. They gave lore to the rings, which was <laughs> off. But you said Lord of the Wings, you had me. Lore, <laughs> Lord to the oh. Rings. Lore of the Rings. <laughs> I almost said it. <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles, Lore to Lord the, rings. the Rings. Uh Xenoblade. Cesar, did you read this bit? I did. Uh, apparently one of the voice actors from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was giving an interview and kind of Jenna Coleman who voiced Melia. Uh, apparently in this video chat they had on YouTube kind of hinted to like, uh, she said, I don't know if she's supposed to say anything, but you know, of course they're coming out with another one type of thing. I'm not sure if she's allowed to say that type of thing. Yeah. And some kind of interview she did for Dr. Who or something like that. I remember correctly. So apparently the rumor is now is that Xenoblade Chronicles three is nearing completion. <laughs> Uh, it's supposedly supposed to come out the first half of 2022. I guess it was going to be a stealth release or something they were going to announce this fall. Probably sounds like it. Maybe something they were going to drop at the end. 
that because they haven't had they haven't really lined anything up long term outside of but Nintendo's been pretty good about staying within yeah. the six months range now and mm-hmm. just maybe hinting at one thing that's coming in the future. So especially post pandemic with whatever that however that has adjusted their development cycles and whatever they had planned. Because all we have is what to the end of this year. <clears throat> right? I mean, with uh, yeah. the Advanced Wars and Wario is just I think they just Metroid Metroid. We just got mm-hmm. like, September, October this, and then uh, Super Mario the Hard Party November. Yeah. And I mean, we got we got to the end of this year, so. Yeah, I like this quote. You kind of you kind of went through it. She said, "God, when was the first game? Ten years ago? It was a long time ago. I did it pre Doctor Who days. And when did they when they did that second one? When they did the second one, they asked me to come back, and I think they're going to do another." She paused. Common knowledge? Don't know. Yeah, I think they're going to do another. Not sure if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty, it's pretty damning. <laughs> Melia was one of my favorite characters from the first game, and I think she was one of the DLC stuff or something like that from the second game. Okay, it's like a like a cameo thing. So it could be is she in Smash Brothers yet? Could that be what she did the voice recording for and not not know? But there's Melia is not Melia's no. not in Smash Brothers because uh, that's Pyra. Pyra is the one. Yep. And Pyra and Smash Brothers. Mithra is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's a spider descending. I just watched it like drop straight down from the ceiling. Should have uh, started fighting with your fist, punching the face. The reports with this also say that you know it, it because of COVID, it may may have been delayed to the earlier part of next year. Uh, and rumors say that they're aiming to feature more characters on screen at once than any previous entry, both playable characters and enemies. Which, um, if I remember, there was kind of a problem with. Uh, this last one on Switch, uh, and it dipping uh, dipping frame rates because of all the all the stuff you'd have on screen. So I think it's uh, <laughs> to try and push that even more. Uh, sound hopefully they've improved the engine of the game or optimization. So yeah, but that Switch Pro is coming in October. It'll run better on that, right? Oh, of course. If it's no. if it's actually yeah, it- coming. Give it till next year and we'll run better on a Steam Deck. I was about to say, yeah, put it on the Steam Deck. It'll <laughs> an, be emulated, an emulated Switch on Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Nintendo won't, Gabe Newell will, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steam Deck does what Nintendo don't. All right. <laughs> uh, ID at Xbox Indie Showcase. Every game announced. Oh, dear God. It's a lot of shit. I didn't watch this either. Uh, I watch none of the shows. I just go and play. Oh, no. now. oh my gosh, really? Grant, do you want to go over this one? You sound, you sound like the best contender. <laughs> so Lightyear, uh, Lightyear Frontier, uh, fertile ground between Farming Simulator at Stardew Valley, but with mechs. Um, so this is the like crafting resource manage- management, uh, base building uh, kind of game, but of course... It has mechs. It supports um, solo um, as well as four-player co-op. Uh, will be released on uh, Xbox platforms and PC 2022 in early access. Um, they said that Stardew Valley will be released uh, to Game Pass in the fall uh, 2021. Artful Escape. Uh, this game has you playing as a guitar prodigy. Um, and you're trying to get out of the shadow of your, your father, who's an even like bigger guitar legend or whatever. So you become, uh, you go through this epic journey to become a folk music legend. Uh, and they've got a lot of voice talent, um, in this game, uh, Michael Johnston, Caroline Hetty, um, Jason, uh, Schwartzman, Mark Strong and Carl Weathers, uh, and that will be available on Game Pass uh, September 9th, twenty twenty one. Sam and Max Save the World Remastered. This was just announced and released uh, same day. What is a Sam and Max game? I've seen this since I was in games retail, and I, I just I don't know what they are. I've I've seen them a lot as well, but I've never I don't think I've ever gotten into a Sam and Max game. It's based off the comics. Uh, they are adventure titles like a uh, click and point adventure games made click in the vein point. of uh, the old uh, Lucas Arts style. Gotcha. With that humor. Okay, 
kind of like a telltale went one way with those type games and this stuck with like another path of those yeah this company who's running it now is uh all telltale people so mm. they went and got the license out there and they they put it on switch it's been on switch for a while and then i guess they just ported over the xbox now so cool they showed uh, a little bit more of Ali Ali World uh, player customization and also um, said that it will be 120 frames per second plus mm-hmm. 4K. Uh, and that will be released uh, this winter, 2021. Eon Dr- uh, Drive. Uh, this is a cyberpunk landscape uh <laughs> <laughs> of neo barcelona so it's it's <laughs> supposed genre. to be yeah it's it's supposed to be this uh action platformer but it's uh very speed based uh there's different paths you can take and different hazards on the paths and things like that it's got um i know it has four player local and online co-op uh it's got a demo available now and it will be released uh this fall 2021 I always uh, like seeing that when they're like demo available now. Yeah, you know, Switch is good about doing those on the. Or I was going to say a, stuff. A, a lot of the stuff in both shows, the indie shows, it was like this is going to be on Game Pass day day one, or yeah. hey, this is already released, or hey, there's a demo, go get it now. So you know, I love those for those studios because not only is it in the news cycle, but then people can fire it right up and start playing it, whether it is a demo or the full title. You know, it's it's staying on the it's staying on word of mouth or whatever the term might be mm-hmm. it's staying relevant right off the rip uh then we have paparazzi um what can not, i say it's like Nintendo dogs no it's, like, <laughs> it's paparazzi <laughs> i had to go there it looks like a combination of Dogs and uh, pokemon snap right yeah kind of you can play with the dogs uh pet them feed them take pictures of them so it's I, it, yeah to me it, it looks like it kind of like Nintendo dogs uh you let the dogs out no no i don't think you can yes you can you can bahama in it yes you can it's too many song it's too many song references in one not just one news story but one bit of the news story gosh i never thought i'd have to think about that song again um now you let's can. see uh Aragami 2, um, the third-person stealth game. Uh, we got this free on Xbox a few months back, the first one. This has always intrigued me, and I have yet to try it out on anything. Did I know anybody I, play that first one? I downloaded it. I haven't yet to play it. It sits there, and every now and then I see it, and I'm like, yeah. I, I, re- I want to play that. I really do. The art style is incredible. Yeah. Uh, and this is also... Um, Game Pass Day 1, uh, September 17th, uh, 2021. Evil Genius, that's the um, like villain simulator kind of <laughs> deal. Um, and that will be coming to consoles Q4 2021, uh, Day 1 Game Pass. Uh, Library of Runia uh, is now available on Game Pass. And this is... <laughs> A library <laughs> battle simulator that has you battling against other librarians using cards, dice to gain books for your own library. Hey, I've enjoyed it's... every other game in the library <laughs> battle simulator. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Genre. It should... sounds like a Halo game. It's it sounds odd, but if you oh. watch that trailer, it looks interesting. In the library you had to bring the Halo library. Oh, famous libraries and games. Fucking hate the library. Oh. It never ends. Somebody wake me up from my uh, my dream, and I'm like, I hate the library in Halo, and I'll just pass back out again. And make no context <laughs> sense or was whatsoever. Oh, shit. <laughs> Every time I think of a library, I just think of Halo, and I'm like, fuck the library. You're, it burns you out on all libraries everywhere. I just looking around for the flood every library I go into. Got the library of Alexandretta from uh, Last Crusade. Well, that does work. Yeah. Alexandretta? Let's see. We have what the... It? What is it? A penitent man shall kneel before <laughs> yes, God? and kneel. What were the other trials? I can't... I remember the... Uh, was it Jehovah with one of them? Yeah. One, one yeah. of them was Jehovah. And what yeah. was it? It started with an I instead of a J. Yeah. yeah. The I. 
And I he, watched that movie too many damn times. <laughs> Penitential pass. He had to spell out the thing. What was the? It was, was the like it was the force perspective. It was the map, uh, the uh, the like the map painting, where they uh, it looks like they're like there's a big drop, but there's like a uh, an invisible walkway. It's like walk by faith or something like that. That one, the penitent. Oh, the penitent men was the was the uh, roll before God. Yeah. Dodge. Kneel before God. All right, here we go. The breath of God. We're gonna deviate because <laughs> there's there's a lot of games in here. We might have to condense this one. Uh, Oh, we're almost the, done. The great seal lay at the entrance to the temple in which a series of challenges were designed to prevent most seekers of the grail from finding the room in which it was stored. Uh, three devices of such lethal cunning. That is quoted from Henry Jones Sr. Yeah. Uh, the breath of God. Only the penitent men, sh- men will pass. The object of the first challenge was to kneel before the breath of God. At the start, a person would feel the wind blow through the chamber's thick cobwebs. He would then have to kneel quickly in order to be to avoid being decapitated by two huge circular saws. Uh, which remember he triggered it and got past it, and then the Nazis just like walked past him. They were, yeah, yeah. Like when fine. did they? When were they supposed to reset? Uh, the word of God. Only in the footsteps of God will be will he proceed. The second challenge had a series of lettered tiles on the floor. The object was to figure out and step on the correct spelling to the word. The answer was Jehovah, but to, was to be spelled in Latin as Iehova, the I that Cesar mentioned. Incorrect tiles would break through, causing the seeker to plunge into a deep chasm below the floor. And the last one was the path of God. Only the leap from the lion's head will he prove his worth. In the last of the challenges, the person must take a leap of faith from a sculpture of a lion's head across a huge canyon, when in reality there's a hidden path that is painted to look like the depth of the canyon. The object was for the person to believe they can cross, whether or not they can see the path. And we and that and never we, had any dust gather on it in all those millennia. Nope. Nope. And then uh, one one of the best lines ever in that movie is still from River Phoenix when he's like, uh, "Everybody's lost but me." <laughs> <laughs> uh, in uh, Henry Jones's Grail Diary, he abbreviated three challenges in Latin as the Pendulum, the Cobbles, and the Invisible Bridge. And then, of course, you had to choose wisely at the very end. They note. Yeah, I remember Jesus is a carpenter. Never seen there like these freaking jeweled cup of a carpenter. Yeah, jeweled and crested uh, cups. She killed him, though. We're going to agree that she purposely she murdered him, him and yes. and and the the knight stayed quiet because he knew what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> he chose poorly. All right, Brant, let's rapid fire through some of these. Back on through this, uh, the classic CRPG style game Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous, uh, be released March first, twenty twenty two. That looked um, good. Wandering Village. Um, is a city sim builder, but you're on the back of a giant creature, and you have to deal with like these poisonous uh, spores as well as keep the creature happy. Uh, Lab Rat is a block pushing puzzle style game uh, with kind of like a portal aesthetic uh, style to it. Uh, that will be headed to series systems and pc 2022 rpg time the legend of writing uh this one looks actually looks really really cool um it's a rpg that takes place in a student's notebook so everything looks like handmade pencil drawings um and you go through all the different levels and dungeons and things um basically sitting at the this kid's desk playing through his notebook and all these different creative little creatures and crafted yeah. monsters and dragons. It looks really cool. Yeah. I remember seeing that one on somebody else's show before. Mm-hmm. Or it might have been the it might have been E3, I guess. It's about that time. Yeah. Uh, Inked, uh, Tale of Love. Um, uncommon loves, uh, or unconventional love story told uh, on a world of paper. Um, so... This is released August 27th. Tells unconventional love story of nameless hero traveling <laughs> the, title. The, the world of uh, paper with his partner, uh, Aiko. Uh, however, when everything he uh, loves is lost, he embarks on a puzzle-filled quest to, uh, to regain what he truly loves. And then let's see. The Big Con. Uh, this is the 90s aesthetic looking game um mm-hmm. that had 
uh, a bunch of different voice actors um, like Troy Baker, um, Dave Filoni tied tied to it. They announced that uh, Erica Ishii uh, is there is the main plays the main character uh, who she is a runaway going across America and basically committing all these petty crimes to try and get enough money to save her mother's um, store from um, basically like the mob. Um, the veil Big shadow time. shadows of the crown uh, is an audio only game headed to Xbox and PC this month. That sounds cool. Um, let's see. Space lines. We're from, almost there <laughs> from the far out uh, has a game demo out now. And this is the one where you and your friend uh, have a co-op adventure Ooh. And it's running, you get to uh, role play running an intergalactic travel company. And your job is to get uh, passengers and uh, to their locations safe and happy. And that will actually release uh, this fall 2021. Procedurally generated co-op adventure. That is usually my jam. I gotta see how this looks. But it's an interesting you... looking game. A lot of these, A lot of these looked really... Really cool. Indies are still going strong. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking Toe Jam and Earl. This looks like more like a overcooked type co-op, maybe. Yeah, kind of. Oh, somebody just threw up on the floor. <laughs> it looks interesting. I don't know. It might be crazy. Yeah, it looks like co-op counter-operative type thing, you know. All right, and I'll get us through this Nintendo Switch Indies. Why did they leave Nindies? It was so awesome. It was so easy to say. And well, now it's indie. It's like I think it's Indie World Showcase. World Showcase, like, and that's that's worth it. I'll let them have the World Showcase. That's good stuff. World All right, that's premiere. World premiere on the Switch. World Nindies Showcase. Uh, the big news from this one is Axiom Verge is available today. So that came out today. Uh, Switch, PC, PlayStation. Is that the only places it's at? That is correct mm -hmm. for now. Yep. And it's 20 bucks, I think, but it's on discount right now for $17.99. Still holding on to hope that we'll get it on Wii U. <laughs> I think I have Axiom Verge Uno on Wii U. I do have a physical copy as well. <laughs> um, so go check that out. Uh, Tetris Effect Connected is coming to Switch this October. Um, it brings with it single player journey mode, the competitive zone battle mode, and the cooperative connected mode. For the more, figure out what's in that picture. It looks like a deer versus a weird <laughs> alien thing, right? What the, yeah. what the hell is that? Or a monkey? Is it a monkey going to the left or an alien going to the right? It looks like it looks like a alien from Aliens franchise just crawling. <laughs> its name is Blue Ricky. <laughs> That's what Blue Ricky Bobby. Blue Ricky versus Blue Ricky the hero. Alien. Uh, supports cross-platform play to make playing with friends even easier, and it comes out the same day as the Switch OLED model and Metroid Dread. So get your pennies ready for October eighth. Uh, Bomb Rush Cyberpunk, Cyberfunk. I'm sorry, is this a graffiti. Is, they've showed this one before, and I, I believe, and this is the one that looks like uh, Jet Set or Jet Grind Radio. This looks a lot like Jet Set Radio. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, Cyberfunk is hard to say. Is a graffiti action adventure. I guess that is the jet set. That's, <laughs> that's, the jet, that's set jet set radio. Yeah. Okay. Hey, so if, you, if you watch the video, it looks just like jet set radio. So. It does. It's got the same style and everything. Uh, we all laughed at Kojima calling it the strand genre, but now we have all these like sprawling genres that cover just about everything. Uh, everyone is trying to combo their way to becoming an all city king, one of the best graffiti artists in a sprawling metropolis. This new game will be released as a timed console exclusive in 2022. This was this is already out on PC, right? I think it's been on PC for a while. No, mm, they've just no. been talking about they, it. This is the same company who made a Lethal League, and it looks similar. Uh, they brought back the guy who did the original Jet Set radio soundtrack. Um, okay. If you ever follow his account on Twitter, he's really weird. <laughs> so I'll just leave it at that. Some Most of the stuff Twitter he says on there is not very okay. uh, very kosher. Let's put it that way. Uh, Loop Hero jumps from PC to Nintendo Switch this winter. Loop Hero, an innovative card-based 
RPG from Four Quarters and Devolver will arrive on Nintendo Switch this winter after being exclusive to PC using an expanding decks of cards. You have to craft the world that the hero travels through, and it's up to you to ensure they survive each loop as long as they can as long as they can before returning to safety or succumbing to a horrible fate. Sorta of sounds like Quantum Leap, but we'll keep going. Essentially. And horrible fate sounds like uh Majora's Mask. Uh Eastward is a post apocalyptic action adventure RPG. This also is a direction. Uh, this has been on PC also. Uh, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon is a pocket is, is a puzzle. I missed it. Is a puzzle adventure starring our favorite Shovel Knight. What is this pocket adventure? I didn't see this one. Uh, it's basically like your standard, you know, cl- uh, line up the colors, you know, kind of deal. Break the blocks. Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, pretty much. Let's go with that. Bean Bean Machine. Metal Slug Tactics. Uh, is coming. I thought this was announced on Switch. Maybe it was yeah, they just kind of they showed it off. This was they originally announced a as a PC only. Okay. So this is the first time it's confirmed to go to console. Everybody seems pretty pleased with this. They don't like Metal Slug's been around for a long time, and it's only been one thing. So it's kind of interesting when a studio will take a different take, or uh, you know, maybe not the same studio, but another. We'll take a license like that and do something funky with it, but it, it looks true to the source, right? It looks that looks like Metal Slug in a, in a tactic style game, because there's what probably twelve or thirteen at this point of the uh, run and gun Contra style Metal Slugs. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> and he's in Atlanta. <laughs> we've seen we've seen this individual. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Damn. Use your photographic eye in Toem later this fall. Toem is a laid-back, hand-drawn adventure game from Something We Made, where you set off on an expedition. You use your photographic eye to uncover the mysteries of the eponymous Toem. Talk to quirky characters, solve their problems by taking photos, and explore the Scandinavian countryside when Toem launches later this fall. I solve all my problems by taking photos and sending them to people. Uh, (laughs) Journey in Far... Take a post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic journey in far changing tides in early 2022. Uh, this article comes from IGN. I don't know if we mentioned that in the beginning. Uh, far changing tides is a new atmospheric vehicle adventure set in the same post-apocalyptic universe that was first introduced in far loan sales. Oh, Has anybody played that one? We got to play the first one first. I don't know what the fuck this is. Why didn't they not call this one farther? It's like far and farther. They kept the far farthest. Farther, Farthest. farthering, fart, far, farthering, stranding. Captain your own That's seafaring, farther. far stranding. <laughs> Captain your own seafaring vessel and explore a vast flooded landscape when far changing tides launches on Switch in early 2022. Necrobarista Final Pour is an anime style visual novel, Cesar, about no, coffee and death, Cesar. I'm already there. <laughs> Uh, as a hopefully, cut there's, hopefully there's moments in there where I make uh, life-changing decisions about coffee or death. Hard coffee. Yes. With, uh, with <laughs> I guess whatever barista is there to service me. Uh, <laughs> you'll be navigating a fantasy Melbourne's coffee culture, the questionable ethics or necromancy and the process of letting go. <laughs> That's what the quote says. It doesn't seem like I read that right, but I did. Uh, Boyfriend Dungeon lets you take your weapons on dates, and it's available today. It's a heartfelt dungeon-crawling dating sim that lets you date your weapons. I think this this was shown on Nintendo, but it's, it's also available on Game Pass now, right, Brent? I believe so. This launched with yeah, the Game Pass I as well. So. Yeah. Oof, boyfriend Dungeon. Next up, Garden Story is available today. It lets you become Guardian of the Grove. Become the Guardian of the Grove and Garden Story, where it launches on it's Switch later today. It's three Gs. Three Gs. Guardian of the Grove in Garden Story, G3. I, I call it 3G Story. That's what I call it. It's pretty good. Pay me money Ex- for it. Explore a vibrant island, fend off the invasive rot, and rebuild your home in this time console exclusive that tasks you with restoring a community. Ooh, last one. Islanders Console Edition lets you create the city of your dreams over and over again. Islanders is a relaxing procedurally generated strategy game that has you developing an island by placing buildings from your inventory. Sounds Never like been done city. before. Nope. That's procedurally generated. procedurally generated. God, I was never going to so make it. When, when do we put the Fidel Castro knockoff on the island? 
the, like the Tropico yeah. series. <laughs> Every one of those things been ported on an Xbox uh, Series X, so. And they've given all of us, given them all to us at this point, right? Tropical box, man. I'm looking at it right now. I put I put a marker on my uh, Series S to put Tropical box. Dedicated Tropical machine. Tropical must be installed on this box at all times. All of them ready with the fast storage. They're not on the external. You got to make sure they're on the fast storage. Nope, nope. All the other games go on the external. <laughs> Dedicated Tropical box. Uh, games played. Let's get to it. Uh, did I play anything outside of Halo? Thought I did. Cesar, didn't we play something? Absolutely not. We did not. Mm -mm. I didn't play anything with the kids. It's been a slow week for me. Uh, usual Halo, but that's not anything to touch on. Wow, I'm really drawing a blank here. You want to pass to somebody else, and while you yeah uh, yeah maybe on. my memory will be refreshed because I Mine's easy. don't think it's nothing. I watched uh, lots of anime. We got the new uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure announced for Netflix, and it comes out in December. So I'm going through JoJo's Bizarre Adventure right now again for uh, the animated time. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of that, game wise, I've only been playing Skyward Sword, and I can't talk about it because at this point, I'm going to spoil everything for the people on this podcast who have not yes. played it. Please don't do that. I'm uh, still a, had I reached the next dungeon that I was at last time, the mines? I was going down into the mines. Yes. I don't know it's if you passed that part. I'm no. on the I'm on I'm in the final dungeon right now. I'm in Oh the, wow. I'm about to is, go to against to uh the final boss after I complete this dungeon. Is it still holding up? Is it good? Yes. Like I said, I can't mention what I'm doing in the final dungeon. I okay. don't want to ruin it for anybody. So but I mean the the rule threes is in this game is pretty heavy. That's the only thing I'll mention. Okay. So those three areas you were into, you're going to go to each one of those three areas three times. Roll threes. Roll 34, got you. Yeah, sure. It's <laughs> a lot of dragons in there, so if you want to roll 34 of those, you can. Um, Renee screaming Apex Legends, but I did not play Apex Legends. He played Apex Legends. He tried to get me to play Apex Legends. He randomly showed up this weekend, and he tried to get me to play Apex Legends, but I did not. Oh God, we need Renee on the show one time. He's got to join us. And he says uh, there was a. I gave him hell because he started watching some uh, anime in Mandarin on Netflix, and I went over there like, "What the hell are you watching?" He told me to make sure I mentioned that. It was in Chinese specifically. It was in Mandarin. Yeah. With subtitles. I have no idea. I just I was just listening to it. I was like, that does not sound like a normal thing that Renee watches, and I had to go over there and look at it and what it was doing. So. Oh God. And I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> it's like some. Baby is trying to grab some sword. It becomes a, like some hero thing. He said he has been shamed. I'm just reading off the chat now. So <laughs> yeah, that's everything for me shamed. this week. Oh, uh, there it just came to me. Luminous. I played Luminous on Game Pass. Ah, there the you go. The remaster, and it's a uh, it's quick PSP original. The PSP original. Uh, you get achievements really fast in that. I'm not really good at Luminous, but I cleared the first like three or four boards and. There's challenges that are set up, so you can go into the menu and like pick a challenge, and it'll say clear these two lines with one move, or clear these four lines with two moves. And it's got some pretty cool things that kind of teaches you if you don't know. You know, Luminous is like you got to make a match. It's got to be four blocks together, but all that stuff can start triggering and combine up together. So, and there's a there's a sweeper going across the top that you have to have your all all your blocks made by. I just I just but, want a light bulb that has a, like a luminous light bulb that's made in those blocks. Why can't I just get that? Yeah. I love Luminous. And this this remaster's good. It's the same music and everything in it. Mm -hmm. It looks great on, you know, it's a puzzle game. And it was that was a killer app to me for PSP. But I think Luminous was my biggest biggest game played. But I got oh. I got five or six achievements out of it for probably an hour of gameplay, maybe. So hopefully, it, uh, hopefully Brand will top that and play Medios over the weekend as well. Hey, he's on a DS kick. Yeah. But we hand it over you to you, Brent. Are we going to finish in under an hour? How is this a thing? Uh, Forty-four I, minutes. I will. I will draw it out. Forty-four minutes. This is, this, uh, this is the time I get my nap in. Sorry, Brent. I'm just joking. Don't kill me. No, that was hateful. <laughs> that was hateful. That was a dick move. <laughs> um. So I mean, I continued. Me and the family continued. Um. Pokemon Unite. We're still, still Unitas. going at that. Have you paid anything? Um, no. Oh. And I was I was playing right right before we started, okay. and I mean I got 
MVP and we wrecked the other team. It was it's great. Uh, let's see. Other than that, um, did you get the play of game and show you the replay of you winning? No, I'd have to save it. There's no replays. Uh, other than that, uh, I ordered. I've been looking at this and it's been out of stock for for quite some time. Uh, so the for the GameCube, uh, Hori oh. made a special controller. I don't ever think was it ever localized over here or was it just Japanese thing? I've got one. I need to find that one and show it to you because I thought it was Pelican when we were chatting about it. But I, now now I don't know. I can't remember if it's Pelican or not. Uh, either way, they they made this yeah. uh, controller for the uh, GameCube and it was called the Game Boy Advance controller. It's right. shaped like a SNES controller, but the face buttons uh, are all still the same layout as the GameCube. <laughs> Including and the giant-ass green A button. A button. Yeah. Uh, the Z button is located on the face as well. Um, it's kind of uh, top left-hand corner above the like start-pause button. Um, but this is a $40 option. Old school. Uh, called uh, from a brand called Old School. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a pretty damn good controller and it feels good. Good D pad uh, and everything. Oh, yeah. It's it's really, really responsive. I booted up um, Castlevania Circle of the Moon, um, Metroid. My, my Metroid uh, game booted that save up. Nice. Um, Fire Emblem. Then I booted up um, Mega Man. And I mean, especially something like Mega Man, you're gonna know if the controller is yeah is off or the D-pad's not working or in it it's it was great it it works really really good. We so, all have those test games where it's like, eh, we got a new controller. Let's see how yeah. we put it through its paces on something I know I know how to play. Yeah, not the TNT game from the NES where you go through the water levels that are, are unbeatable. Oh uh, yeah, that's probably not the that's <laughs> the probably not the bomb. best example. Somebody put it on Twitter. I was like, there, is there even more game after this? I never got past the final bomb. So somebody was showing it off. Like, who's played yeah. this recently? Like, no. I was like, this. I was like, there's no way there's more than this level. It's yeah, and the whole beautiful. chat's just like the damn level, the damn level. <laughs> Defuse the bombs. Defuse the bombs. <laughs> so I mean, obviously, the GameCube controller by itself is not. It's a. It's a great controller. The layout and everything. The feel. Um. But this, with it being that SNES style, it fits in your hand a little bit better. And there's just something about it, especially with the D-pad, because the GameCube controller, you either have the um, joystick or you only have that small D-pad. They had that small, that really, really tiny D-pad. And this is is a full size, same as the SNES style D-pad. And so it, it, I think it, if it just feels like it's more again? comfortable. Is that a controller for ants? Move over to the right. See all the way. I can't right. see everything. There it goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, right. it's in full screen. There we go. I was getting, I didn't get the buttons at the end. I, I was like, all I, have, all I got was D pad and select the start pause and Z. Yeah. I was like, this Brent, is it. Have, you, have you tried it on the Wii or just the GameCube so far? Uh, only the GameCube so far. Because I've got a Wii with some changes made to the software. Yeah. And so a lot of the yeah, games, I think I got one of those, <laughs> a lot of the games that I can suddenly play on that different software, uh, would really take advantage of a controller like that. So yeah. I'm so curious. What you're saying is you have access to more storefronts on your version of the Wii. Yes. More storefronts. Uh, because the official Nintendo storefront is no longer available, I had I, to go out and seek out new storefronts. More storefronts, yep. Additional, <laughs> additional storefronts. I was going to say, you might not want to. You might want to talk quietly. You know, Nintendo, they'll ban that console. You won't be able to get online with it anymore. Oh, it's oh. never been online. <laughs> I'll go in there and it won't be uh, flashing blue at me. It'll be red or something. Uh, you just have to be careful when you download that patch for Skyward Sword on there. I actually have that on my Wii with alternate storefronts. <laughs> what are we going with here? Waterfront storefronts. Additional storefronts. Additional storefronts. 
It's nothing wrong with additional storefronts. Not at this point. Not on a non-supported console. I have no issues with it. Um, let's see. And other than that, uh, I still, I didn't play as much, uh, Phantom Hourglass as I would have liked, but, uh, I continued to play more Phantom Hourglass. Oh my gosh. It's still, it's so good. I, I continued through, I was, no, I mean, I was in the, uh, uh, what was it? The Temple of, uh, Courage and I was going through and I got to the boss, this, bo- this boss battle, I was telling you how, uh in the last the last boss battle i had where the enemy was like flying above me on like this uh uh gust of wind mm-hmm. and i was running around like following the shadow trying to throw bombs up so in this in this one you get the uh bow and arrow and when you get to the boss the boss is like this giant uh almost like hermit crab looking thing and as soon as you go into the fight, it shows itself and then it turns invisible. And so the bottom screen, you see what you normally see. You can run around. The top screen is the monster's view. So the monster's oh. running around. And when it sees you, it locks on and it heads straight for you. And you've got to try and aim with the bow and arrow correct and shoot it in the eye. So it's it's such a cool fight. Oh, they did some great stuff with that dual screen interface. Uh, that sounds good. That it really does, sounds good. It, it really is, man. You got to do like what Cesar said. Just boot up the Wii U, get it on the Wii U, get that get that real estate. Which storefront? Which storefront do I go to on? Uh, it's it's ten bucks <laughs> on the Wii U shop. So it's not bad. Yeah, it's really not that bad. I'm dreading the day that it's coming up. It's coming up where they're going to cut off Wii U virtual console access and we have to do our rundown list remember we did that with the wii on the show we had to run yeah. down exactly it's not much on the wii u storefront so that'll be easy yeah we didn't do like the rebirth some of the podcasts i was listening to they were talking about wanting one of those rebirth collections uh contra castlevania what was the third one gradius yes yeah yeah the big three put those out put those out you cowards yeah how dare you make us want to take stuff for free <laughs> uh we don't take it for free we use alternate storefronts <laughs> so after i beat that uh monster i i've unlocked all of the different spirits um courage wisdom and power um and i learn from uh, i have to go visit this blacksmith who tells me to forge uh, the special sword I'm gonna need um, to fight the the ultimate evil in this game. I th- what was his name like Bellum? Um, that uh, to, to forge Fabio Ganon. No, uh, so far the only imagery I've seen it's it's like a giant eyeball with like tentacles coming off of it. Mm. So, but it's it's the thing that's. Um, the malicious presence in the uh, Ocean King's temple that's like sucking the life from you. So it's it's like sucking the life from everything, um, and it's creating all the monsters everywhere. So the root um, of all evils. Yes. So I've been sent deeper into the the temple again, the Ocean King's temple, to find more sea charts because I have to go to. All the different, I think it was like all the different races, uh, and get some like uh, special metals from them to to combine and forge this ultimate sword. I wonder what it could be. Yeah. Does it have <laughs> the same? Is it the same like Gorons and Zoras and and those types, or is it different? Different people like the Minish or something? I do not remember. Hmm. I do not remember. I'm assuming Tune it's going to be week. like Gorons and yeah. Gerudos and Zora and but I offhand I do not remember just because it's been so long since I've played this game no <clears throat> Wind Waker in that universe is different remember I was about to say it is different because it's there's, there's no Zoras the Zoras are like bird people or something like that I can't remember what it was they turned into the re- Rito I was going to say is it Rito, Rito yeah. yeah so it's like Breath of the Wild the Ritos yep so and so, that was Phantom Hourglass, right? Yeah, we should all know the. Hourglass. We should all know about Regali's. Ravali. Ravali's Gale. Yeah. <laughs> Ravali's Gale is now ready. 
finally I can jump more than <laughs> two feet in the air. Yeah, give me the ravioli party. Uh, ravioli. Ravioli. Other, other than that, I worked uh, on making sure we had a uh, really nice post for our Instagram. Yes. Yeah, go check great. it out. No podcast. Well uh, celebrating Zelda's 35th anniversary. You're the only one that was doing it, sir. So Very Zelda-centric. Uh, that's what Brant's post says. Nintendo's yeah. not going to do it. We have to. Also, I, was, I almost passed out when they did something for Metroid. I was like, oh. Yeah. They're only doing a they, deep dive on Metroid, but that's only because there's a game coming out. Yeah. Uh, did they even even did they even mention that it's 35 years of Metroid as well? Because I, I mean, don't think so. I don't think so. They're leaning into the here's the four games leading up to Metroid Five. I was about to say I've seen the marketing and showing like the legacy, but they haven't said anything about it being its 35th. So. Who is around that would literally call that Metroid Five? Maybe it's got to be people older than Cesar, not a knock on you. It's got to be people older than Cesar. Because I'm the year of the Metroids as well. The the All these anniversaries line in with my birth year as well. But like, who is, who's pining away? Like, yes, at last, the fifth Metroid. Anybody who wants a 2D Metroid? Yeah. I mean, we all love those games, but the lore Oof, of Metroid so specifically is not really like driving us to this fifth one, right? The ultimate showdown, like... They could do they could do Metroid Six next year, and it's not really a thing. This continuation of the story is not really. Hey, they're trying to make it matter though. They're they've got posts out there catching you up on everything. Unless Actually, there's going to be some callback, like when you found that last Metroid in Metroid Two, and then it became the baby Metroid for Super mm-hmm. Metroid. To, to answer your question, I don't know about Nintendo of America, but apparently Nintendo UK said on this day 35 years ago. Bounty Hunter Samus Aran land on the planet Zebus with Metroid launches in Japan. So UK. Across the pond, they're celebrating. UK. Yes. They at least they, said something. They said 35 years in their tweet. Good for them. I'm I'm proud of them. Is Metroid on the Nintendo... It's, the, it's on the Nintendo Online service, right? Uh, sure. The original and Super Metroid? Yeah. Yes. So, here's the thing, and I could never find a definitive answer, because every time I put it in the search field it gives me something it gives me the exact game i'm looking for but not the right answer those famicom disc system games because like zelda castlevania uh metroid they had better soundtracks because the the famicom disc system added like was it like five audio channels it added more audio channels to those games and you had a higher capacity rom on the disc system are those, do we get those audio versions? Because that's the only thing I've ever, when you listen to them side by side, it's not drastic, but yeah. it would kind of be cool to have at least like a cartridge or something of Zelda or Metroid that had that increased audio channel stuff on there. You all know if those are on that Nintendo Switch Online version? That's a good question. I, I do not know. I can never find it. And I looked on the back of the, I got that Famicom Mini in from Play Asia, mm-hmm. which. I should have brought that up in games played, but I'll never play that thing. I opened it up to look at the controllers, and they scaled those fucking Famicom controllers to that little console. Oh, no. So they're basically, it's it's a, that one truly is a gimmick. Like, we got a really good product. Japan got screwed on this one. And it's not. Did you look at the Player 2 controller? Does it have the microphone on it? I did not even take that one out. I was so disappointed. Because they scaled it to actually fit down fit in that Famicom it. Mini. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's what that they did. That sucks. They should have just given up on that and not done that. But, I mean, it's not it's not unplayable, but it's not how you would prefer to do that for sure. I'm sure, yeah, playing on it for any any portion of time or your yeah. hands are going to cramp. or They're they're noticeably smaller. Like, yeah. uh, people were pointing out the 8-bit dough, those TurboGrafx ones, if you get the wireless ones, they're actually smaller than the actual TurboGrafx pad, but it's negligible. It's a, you know... It's a minute difference. It's not night and day like these are. But I looked on the back of that box, what I was getting at, and it shows the little Famicom Disk System guy, that little yellow dude, the logo. Mm-hmm. It has those on those titles, but I can never find out when I was searching, like, is that the audio from those versions that's in this ROM? Curious I would imagine it, 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 it would be. But you would think but that would put that one on there, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Uh, <clears throat> updating the comments. Uh, Renee said he will follow us on Instagram now. 
And then Zihuasa J one two three six two want to become famous by followers, primes, and viewers on BigFollows.com. Hey, why are we not on Big BigFollows? Big We're on BigFollows.com. Big that's that's what it is. I need to go to BigFollows.com. Mm-hmm. Start tagging them in our Instagram posts. Hey, some people say that's the way to take off. You buy those first few, and then uh, you go from there. Oh, there's two spiders fighting in the corner now. There's two that I saw. <laughs> They're fighting. They're literally fighting right now. I'm glad that you have the Spider-Verse playing out in front of yourself in your home. So It's legit. One of them One of them's after the other. The other one just kind of curled up. I don't know if that's defensive or he got his ass whooped or what. Which I one's Tobey Maguire and which one's Andrew Garfield? I love both of those takes, by the way. Oh, God. he's He wrapped him up. He's pulling him up. Uh-oh. Nature is amazing. It just happened right here in front of me. <laughs> He got Find him there. He, he didn't ball up in defense. He's wrapped up. Oh. He's getting, now he's getting elevated back up the... Holy crap. Find out what happened next week on next uh, week. Richard Spidercast. Next time. <laughs> All right, we're an hour in. You guys got anything else you want to add? Nah, I think I'm good. Short show. Beautiful, sweet. Uh, not long and drawn out as we read every indie game from two different console makers. <laughs> <laughs> Sony should have had a state of play so we could read a list of 20 games they talked about. Uh, tune in next week for Sony State of Play. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Adios. See ya.